General Baptist Women's Ministries has been in existence since 1911. Women's Ministries was founded and continues to be a support ministry for missions globally and nationally. The ministry exists to assist women's groups in the denomination to fulfill the Great Commission. Missions is the vehicle by which this can be achieved. Our desire is that people all over the world come to know Jesus as their Savior. We partner with the denomination to assist, in particular, global and national missions. We believe, as General Baptists do, that we're better together. I'm Vicki Smith. I'm currently president of General Baptist Women's Ministries, and I'd like to welcome you to We Can. In the following episodes, you will be hearing from women all over the denomination as they share ways in which they're serving in their local church and community to inspire and empower women to find their full God potential. On this episode of the podcast, I'm excited to share a conversation with Lisa Vaught. Lisa, welcome to the podcast, We Can. Thank you so much. We're so happy that you're here. Um, Just take a few minutes, Lisa, to just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, let's see. I'm the daughter of Charles and Shirley Perry of a little community in Kentucky called Penrod. And I grew up General Baptist at Lee's Chapel Church in Greenville, Kentucky. Um, There, as a high school student, I fell in love with a wonderful young man named Chris Vaught, and I married him after high school. And I've been married to him for almost 32 years, Vicki. Wow. We've been um, excited to have—we've had three girls, have the best grandkids in the world. Um, We followed his career— you know, he was called into the ministry early on in our marriage. And so in the 23 years I taught school, I served in nine different schools. Oh, my goodness. Five different school districts. Wow. What a in trooper. two states. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't follow my career. We followed where the Lord led us. And so I'm, we currently live in Missouri and Jackson, and we work at Connection Point Church. That's where God has had us for the last 11 years. Wow. Well, the last couple of years, I guess Lisa and I have developed a friendship. I hope she feels the same way. Absolutely. But I've used her in a lot of different capacities, and I we had a meeting just a few minutes ago, and I said, I respect your input and your opinion. So I think a lot of Lisa and Chris and I have served together on the RTF Restructure Task Force team, and so I've got to know Chris a little better. So welcome, Lisa. Lisa, um, could you share a little bit about your calling? I know I've heard you share your testimony, but a lot of our listeners have not. And basically, just what you feel that God has called you to. Well, first and foremost, I believe we are all called to be ambassadors of the gospel. You know, um, the Great Commission was not given just to the early church or even Mm -hmm. to the church as an institution. It is given to us as the people of the church. Yes, Um, I felt that calling early on in my life. Uh, I remember at nighttime, we uh, would play music to go to sleep on the old record player. Mm -hmm. So I'm giving you my age, right? (laughs) Um, There was a song that would play at the end of this one record, and it was, I'll serve you, my Lord, I'll serve Mm -hmm. you. Through trials and temptations, I'll serve you. Though a time may come when I fall on my face, I know I'm saved by amazing grace. Wow. And it it just resonated with me. It it gave me a sense of I am called to serve. Mm-hmm. So uh, as far as my calling, I, I feel like I'm that ambassador, but 
when God called my husband to ministry, I feel like that was a partnership. That was yes. a calling for me as well, mm-hmm. that I was to be his number one support um, and to jump on this ministry bandwagon with him mm-hmm. all the way. So that has been uh, just a passion of mine, all that I could do. I believe ministering to my family is a calling. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that uh, wherever he uh, places me in a career, it's my calling. And right. so when I was teaching, I was ministering mm-hmm. many times there. Uh, God has given me the privilege to do some writing for him, uh, some speaking. I really enjoy speaking with women uh, to women's groups. I, I believe that he's given me that talent mm-hmm. probably uh, comes from 23 years of teaching experience, right. you know, getting in front of crowds. But um, I just want to be a willing servant mm-hmm. wherever he puts me and places me. And I think as, uh, I know as we deal with women in women's ministries, that's that's the message that I want them to understand, that we all play a part in ministry. And, and no part is smaller than any other. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we discount or we make... We make women, and because this is a women's podcast, we make women feel like that what they do is not as meaningful as what someone else's house does. But I praise God for the women who are in the kitchen cleaning up after fellowship dinners and the women that serve tilishly in our nursery and um, and down the line. Absolutely. And, and when you said about wherever Chris was called, you felt that that was your your mission to support him. I know when I I felt the call to go to the mission field, I struggled with, okay, is Sid being called as well? And how will we handle this as a couple and a a lady in the church? And and we're going to, I'm going to ask you about that in a few minutes, but hopefully many of you listening have had a a Christian woman in your life who has poured into you. And I remember her telling me, she said, God won't just call you and not call him. That's right. So he, God's got it all figured out, and sometimes we don't think that he does. Absolutely. So, shifting on into that, um, have there been, I know there have been, so would you share a little bit about some godly woman that, uh, women in your life that have been important influences on you? Absolutely. Well, I, I have to start by saying my mother, you know, um, she, she took me to church, mm-hmm. and she taught me the importance of worship and the importance of uh, being a faithful attender and a right. server in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a great influence. Both my grandmothers were devout Christians, mm-hmm. um, different denominations, but they loved God and they served Him the best way that they knew how and mm-hmm. in, in their their place. And I saw that as a witness growing up. Most of my aunts were Christians in front of me, uh, led by example. Uh, one particular aunt, my Aunt Norma, she um, was an exemplary preacher's wife. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once Chris accepted the call to ministry, I I thought back to my years of going to spend summers with my Aunt Norma right. and how she, she supported her husband mm-hmm. in the ministry. And so I just am thankful for that image that she gave me. Uh, of course, there were Sunday school teachers. Mm-hmm. I particularly remember those those crucial years of junior high and high yes. school, <laughs> Sonia McPherson and Carol Day, they were great influences uh-huh. on my life. Uh, but I guess the number one um, woman of influence when I think about having a servant's heart, humble spirit, a supportive demeanor in the ministry is my pastor's wife growing up, okay. and that is Becky Wright. Wow. She was... Um, just 
an A1 person. Mm-hmm. She would sit here and tell you that she has faults, but I never saw any. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> right. But she was the number one cheerleader for everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the kind of person that I want to be. I want to be an right. encourager uh, and do what needs to be done to help others make their way to Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really what it's all about. And if if women and maybe some men listening to this don't take anything else from it, it is that we we can be such an influence. We can be that person. I know mm-hmm. uh, 10 years ago, Sid and I got involved in church planting, and we helped plant the church in Mountain Home, Arkansas, Real Life Church. And uh, we would laugh because we were their token seniors. But it became quite evident to me as as I worked with the women in that church that there were so many women that did not have what I had had, a godly mother, godly mm-hmm. grandmothers, godly aunt, women in the church, pastors' wives, as you just shared. And so they began to reach out to me for that, and it, it made me feel good that they saw something in me, that they did value my opinion. But as Absolutely. we think of that influence that we can have on other women, um, it's all part of the connection because mm-hmm. women women desire connection, not so much Men do, but not to the extent of women. So moving on with that, how, is, how important it is, is it that women lift one another up and have compassion for each other? Well, Vicki, you know, Jesus himself said, in this world, we will have trouble. And the early church experienced some of that trouble. That's why Paul told the, the church of Thessalonica, therefore, encourage one another, mm-hmm. build each other up. It's no different today. This world, we have trouble, mm-hmm. right? And we must encourage one another. And it doesn't matter if we're male or female. We have to be out there encouraging one another. Despite what the culture of our world is trying to tell us, women are created differently, mm-hmm. right? And your question was, why is it important for women to encourage one another? Right. Well, women have different needs, than men do. Mm -hmm. They have different emotions, different responsibilities. We experience things differently. Uh We think things through differently. So as women, we have to make sure we're encouraging one another Mm -hmm. because we understand one another, right? right? Our uniqueness creates a bond. It's like a sisterhood force then, Uh right? A sisterhood force that will encourage us to Remember that Jesus has overcome the world. Mm-hmm. And exactly. so we can be the best cheerleaders for one another because we understand each other. Right. I know in, in working with women as I do, um, I've been asked some strange, question, strange questions over the years, but I remember a young mom asking me one time, she goes, my kids just absolutely drive me crazy. <laughs> Is there something wrong with me? And I looked at her and I said, no, I would think there was something wrong with you if you told me that they never punched any buttons. So she, right. <laughs> she just kind of took a big deep breath. But I think sometimes uh, other women are hesitant to share things because they feel like that maybe they will be judged harshly because of it, or mm-hmm. maybe... I'm the only one that feels this way, and I don't want to be embarrassed to find out that I am the only one. So, okay, as we think about uh, women having a connection with one another, I know that Connection Point particularly has been involved in women's events. I know that's something that you do um, two, three times a year. So why are women's events important? What, what do you think, what is your, your goal in holding a women's event? Well, you know, 
we live busy lives, and our lifestyles distract us from what's important sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. We get strung up on the cares of this world, and they overwhelm us, the busyness of kids' schedules Mm -hmm. that we're chauffeuring around or our work schedules, right? trying to volunteer at church or whatever, the busyness of our life, exercise, and the things that we're trying to do, we get wrapped up into these routines. And sometimes it all becomes mundane. It's just one step, one Mm -hmm. step, one step. Let me get this check off my checklist, right? And we lose sight sometimes of the path that God is directing us because we're in a cycle of just getting the next thing done. Mm -hmm. So in Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, it says, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up the meeting together as some have been in the habit of doing, Mm -hmm. but encouraging one another. I think we're supposed to remember the meeting together. Exactly. Because the meeting together is so important. We can't allow distractions of the normal routines of life Mm -hmm. to keep us from meeting together and spurring one another on. Women's events build excitement, okay? Mm -hmm. We get out of the routine for a little while. Right. They get us um, a new perspective because we don't have the distractions. Mm -hmm. We can listen more intently. We leave recharged. Uh, I I love to go to a women's ministries event because then I go back to my family, to my church, my career, my community, and I have a new passion. I have a new zeal. Right. um, And sometimes even a new vision. Mm -hmm. I come back excited because I've received encouragement not only from God, but from the sisterhood force that I right. mentioned a minute ago. Right. It's just invigorating. It's it's just a way. I've, I've always felt that it's a way to just, as you say, get away in a totally different new environment. Mm-hmm. Um, many times with women that you've never met yeah. before. Um, that's always been a blessing to me because especially at events where there's nothing like spending sharing a hotel room with another woman <laughs> right. to really get to know them and, and right. you share. And, and women, because they are away from their families and their kids and all those other demands, you know, they will sit up till midnight, one mm-hmm. o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, just giggling and laughing That's and sharing. Right. And then it gets into the sharing their heart and sometimes sharing things that are painful. So right. um, I, I've just... I know in this position, I just wish that we had more opportunities Absolutely. for women's events. We've, we're currently now um, doing our region events in the denomination, and it's, um, we've just had one so far, but I, I like to watch people. I like to watch reactions, and it was mm-hmm. a blessing to me to see the women sitting together and visiting and, and laughing mm-hmm. and joking, and uh, both speakers brought humor into their presentations, and, and we talked about girl things. And yeah. so it was quite a blessing. Well, right now, then, we would really need to shift into Inside Out. Absolutely. Because General Baptist Women's Ministries, we always say it's been a well-kept secret, but this is the 14th year for wow. Inside Out. Um, the The ministry, the, the event has gone through a lot of different transitions, mm-hmm. but um, women who come, we have some women who have never missed a single Inside mm-hmm. Out. And if they were here to share, they would be sharing some of the things that you just said, the getting mm-hmm. away, the being yeah. refreshed, the being inspired. So tell us a little bit about 
this year's Inside Out. All right. Well, you know, it was a little over two years ago you came to me and you said you had a new vision for Inside mm-hmm. Out. That's right. That when you have it just in one location, which is awesome, everybody gets to come right. that can come, but there are people that get left out. Mm-hmm. And you had this vision of a simulcast location that um, people who couldn't travel, they could still have access and enjoy it with the women there. Mm-hmm. And so uh, at Connection Point, I took it to the media team and I said, can we do this for them? Can we be the host site for this simulcast? Right. And and they they took it on and we're very appreciative to Hall Town for, for being our, bless their hearts, the guinea pigs exactly. of our they first were. simulcast <laughs> <laughs> presentation. And there were great things about it and there were things that we learned about mm-hmm. it. And so we have a, a this coming year, we get to try round two. Yes. Uh, hosting at our church, perfect some things that we had um, some difficulties with. And we're super excited to have three different simulcast locations. Mm-hmm. This year, Willow Springs, uh, Missouri is going to be one of those locations. We have Mishawaka, Indiana is going to be one of those locations, and Madisonville, Kentucky. Yes. So uh, hopefully the women can come to at least one of those um, or come to the connection point for the main location. Mm -hmm. Um, Inside Out is going to provide that recharging opportunity for the women. But what's really exciting about the... the, uh, Sorry. Inside Out provides that exciting, recharging opportunity that we talked about a moment ago mm-hmm. for the women in their personal lives, right. the fun fellowship time to come with other women here and get inspired. But what I love about Inside Out is that we get to partner with you and, and women's ministries and, that's the exciting and part. support missions. Mm-hmm. Last year, God just blessed and a wonderful offering came in. I don't remember the number, but I bet you do. Are <laughs> you close yeah, to it? I, I won't quote it for oh, fear I'll be wrong. Yeah, but, but yeah, it was we were so very much blessed. Money God yes. brought from the women to support Faith Home last mm-hmm. year, right? Yes. Well, this year it's going to be the missions of India. Yes. And it's just a, a delight to know that we're going to come together and in the process support such wonderful missions. Yes. And in the beginning, uh, the vision for Inside Out, I, I just I just saw this vision, if you want to put it that way, of a large group of women in our denomination all worshiping together at the same time. And so that that's really where these off-site locations came in and the, mm-hmm. and the satellite work and all of that. So I want to personally thank Connection Point and your staff and you for saying... I see the vision as well, and I want to be part of it. And that's that's really what it is as we plant visions. Absolutely. Um, tell us a little bit about the speaker this year, too. Okay. Christy Knuckles is going to be our speaker. She's um, both a musician and an author. Um, she was the second half of Watermark mm-hmm. back when it was a, a big-time um, contemporary Christian group right. that was traveling all the United States and she's authored the book that I'm actually reading right now, The Life You Long For. 
and I'm I'm actually going through it as well. Are you? I'm not getting through it as quickly as I wish that I could. Do you have one of those busy lives, Vicki? I do have, and yes. I, I tend to nod off when I'm reading, and it's no reflection on her book, but I think it's the times I choose to read. I oh. need to be more, uh, use my head a little bit more about that. Well, but. the subtitle has to do with finding rest. Yes, it does. So maybe you're finding rest. <laughs> <maybe>. <laughs> I have at uh, the region events, I'm I'm giving away a copy of her book at each event, encouraging the women to read her book Absolutely. before they attend yes. our, our event. I might share that with these region events coming up, our region events, we have a fourfold purpose, but one of them is is to be a precursor mm-hmm. to our national event. And so if you attend one of our region events, you will receive a coupon that entitles you to 25% off of your registration. That's exciting. That is exciting. Uh, everyone loves coupons, and mm-hmm. we definitely love discounts as women. And then also, if you attend Summit this year, um, you can't double coupon. We don't double up like... Uh, Ramey's or any place like that, but um, those who receive a coupon at Summit can also use use that as a discount. How can women register for Inside Out? Well, if you'll just go to yourcpc.church, you will be able to see a banner to click on, and you can register for Inside Out. And it's I just went through the process, and it's a very easy process. They've made it super simple, and it will take you just put your discount code in there and it will accept it and you will get the discount. And so uh, we're, we're really excited about that. I'm super excited to be able to do this for you guys again this year. My team at church, they're, they're just wonderful. My ladies are thrilled to that everybody's coming our way Great. and we can support missions. Good. That's just the, yes. the best thing ever. That is the best thing ever. Uh, Lisa, is there anything else that, that you'd like to share? Anything that you can think of that I didn't question you on or you you just like to leave our listeners with? Well, you know, I just I guess the only thing that comes to mind is this idea that women can make a difference. Mm-hmm. We have to remember that. Um, it it may seem like we're just doing routine things as mm-hmm. a woman of what's in our life. But if we will open our eyes and see God has a calling for us where he's placed us. Yes. You know, my grandma had um, a plaque in her flower garden that said, bloom where you're planted. Yes. My mother had the same thing because we moved around a lot as a family. But it's such a powerful phrase. Mm -hmm. As women, if we will seek God, he will use us where he has placed us, where he's planted us. So we just have to be open and hear. We're not second fiddle as women. Right. We are on the main team, mm-hmm. and he needs us. And probably we mentioned this earlier, but there are things that women can do that men cannot do. That is true. We we can reach women. Absolutely. Um, I know I'm serving on the, the restructured task force. At, I'm the only woman on that task force, and I know I asked the question one time, I am I really need to be here? And um, one of the men on the, the task force looked at me, and he said, you will have doors open to you that the rest of us will not That's have. That's right. And so I've thought about that mm-hmm. so many times. Um, I'll, I'll leave this, and then our pastor had a wonderful uh, sermon message this past Sunday, and I was sharing with Lisa actually this morning 
that he talked about the harvest and how the laborers are needed. And we are all called to be laborers, mm-hmm. each and every one of us, and to fulfill that great commission. So women's events, um, influencing women in your community, in your church, being a support to them. We could talk for hours about this and about the ways that, that you can it, start something in your church involving women. But hopefully this podcast will inspire you because inspiration needs to come first. And then as you feel inspired, I know that God is going to empower our listeners to do something really special in their church and their community with the women. So, Lisa, I want to thank you for who you are and what you do. Thank you Mm -hmm. for being my friend. Well, thank you for having um, me. We have a lot of good discussions, and I know there's a lot more in the future. Absolutely. On the next episode of We Can, I will be having a conversation with Carol Lawrence, um, and we'll be talking about women's Bible study, how important it is for us as women to be in the Word but also to study the Word together. And then what can we do in our church to encourage that type of thing to happen? If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform that you'll be using. We'd also appreciate if you would leave us a review, and that helps us to know how we're doing and helps other people find us. Thank you for joining us today, and we look forward to visiting with you on the next episode of We Can. We Can.